0: Before we get started, a quick message on how to protect your family. We all know the next big one is coming. They're masking everybody up and they just approved the new vaccines, testing them only on 20 mice. Yes, it's a joke, literally. The medical establishment is not to be trusted until things change. So how do you protect your family? If you go to twchealth forward slash CDM, you can see their new emergency medical kit. It has a group of medications that will protect your family in most emergencies medically. Anything from a tick bite to the new COVID to bubonic plague and other things like that. So go to twc.health forward slash CDM, use promo code CDM and you'll get a 10% discount. The kit basically covers one adult, so you may need to buy more. twc.health forward slash CDM. Thank you.
1: It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting
0: is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned
1: and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations.
0: Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Welcome back to Information Operation. We are lucky to have Nate Kane with us again today. He's the FBI whistleblower. Welcome to the show, sir.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on, Tom.
0: I know you're traveling and I appreciate you pulling out of your schedule to talk with us, but, uh, tell us about the race in West Virginia. You're going for West Virginia too, right? For the U S Congress.
1: That's correct. So the, uh, the, it's been a very interesting race. Um, right now, I think there's six people that have, uh, jumped into this, uh, you know, congressional race, which is kind of right. interesting. It's like, uh, you know, a lot of people wanting to get involved here. Um, Right now, uh, the the biggest, you know, kind of opponent that I'm facing right now is uh, Riley Moore, who's the state treasurer for West Virginia right now. And, uh, but I've been running a very, very much a grassroots uh, effort at getting out there and trying to talk to as many people as I can. Uh, we spent uh, a few days in Payton City, uh, West Virginia. Um, this was uh, a couple of weeks ago, dealing with their water crisis and talking to folks out there. and you know, getting to know them and listening to them. And then uh, we put out a video uh, in response to that uh, really, you know, highlighting uh, and not in a positive way, but, you know, highlighting the problem of uh, emergency management services, not, uh, you know, being there for the people. And then honestly, uh, it was a good, you know, it was a good lesson for me because as somebody who wants to represent the people of West Virginia in the second district, that word represent, Means something. And uh, unfortunately, all too often, once people get into elected office, uh, they fail to continue to do that. And uh, so, you know, we spent time actually talking to folks and interviewing, uh, you know, the locals and finding out what the issues were that were going on. And one of the things that was surprising was that none of their elected officials outside of the city itself had even been down there to talk to anybody. And so uh, mm-hmm. the issue was that they have a major problem with their. Uh, With their aquifer, it's contaminated. And so they have a system that has worked well to, uh, you know, to basically clean the water, but there was a bypass valve that failed. And so they ended up having contaminated water getting into their drinking system. And the city's way of dealing with it was to tell their buddy, hey, you can't use your water. And then they denied them, uh, you know, access to, uh, you know, running water for they told them originally, oh, it'll take 48 to 72 hours to get fixed. A month later, they still didn't have running water. And so they were basically giving mm. the people bottled water, which you can't shower. You can't do your laundry in bottled water. And uh, so we, we highlighted that. Um, we spent time, uh, you know, going around the state, talking to people uh, about different issues. And one issue that had come up multiple times was this issue of uh, parents' rights. And so we, you know, we produced a, a bill on that and submitted that to the state legislature. So I'm out there actually trying to earn the people's vote by doing the things mm-hmm. that that they expect that a representative should be doing, you know, even before getting elected. And that's really my- You goal. know, um,
0: I'm, I'm down in Miami and uh, I'm on the Miami-Dade uh, Republican Executive Committee. And uh, we have similar issues in that a lot of the drainage systems are not working. And a woman who's running for the city council chair down here said that we are a first world country, but we're accepting a third world infrastructure and third world way of living uh, more and more in different jurisdictions. And she wanted to say, no, that's not acceptable. The drains should work, clean the drains and, you know, and let's not have flooding in Miami. So it's very similar to what you're saying. I mean, you really have somebody. And she said that people are are not used to having representatives come in and talk to them Uh, because it's all been about DC and where the money is.
1: That's right. I mean, another issue that we're dealing with is uh, the the northern panhandle of West Virginia has a lot mm-hmm. of mineral rights owners. Uh, these mm-hmm. are people who, you know, they they own uh, you know mineral rights that have been passed down uh, through generations, mm-hmm. and in uh, many of these people, they survive off of that. That is, you know, especially those that are on fixed income, that's a part of their salary. That's a part of how they you know make their their budgeting and 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 all of that. And two years ago, the Senate passed a bill called uh, Senate Bill 694 um, in West in West Virginia. And uh, that bill has had a very negative impact on people's mineral rights, where it's basically handed over all of the levers of power uh, to the oil and gas operators. And, you know, nobody wants hmm. the oil and gas operators to not make money. The fact is, is uh, you know, I, I think it's an important industry here in West Virginia that we need to make sure that, you know, uh, is thriving and is, uh, you know, moving forward. But the problem is, is that there's been, you know, with some of them, you know, clearly there's been greed involved. And so people have been, uh, you know, essentially taken advantage of and had, uh, you know, things done to them uh, because of this bill uh, that's been very damaging. So we held a meeting the other night and and again, that's another issue that the current representation is just not dealing with. And so I, I talked to folks yeah. and listen. And I've been, you know, having, uh, we had a very good meeting. We had about uh, 51 people that turned out, uh, which is quite impressive, you know, for a, a small town area. We were in Wetzel County, which is, you know, a very small county. But one of the things that came up in my speech, um, you know, we were talking about, we got into talking about the water situation in Payton City and what it would take to actually fix the water. And you're talking millions mm-hmm. of dollars to really, you know, dig out all the aggregate and clean it, you know, from uh, uh ethylene, which has contaminated the aquifer. And then, you know, mm. that, that would actually work, uh, but you're talking millions of dollars. And I said, you know, and I said to the people, I said, well, you know, maybe, uh, maybe if we weren't sending billions of dollars, you know, every month it seems, you know, to the Ukraine to go fight some war over there, where we honestly, this isn't even a NATO nation. Uh, we would have the money to take care of some of these things here, you know, for our infrastructure here in the United States. And that resonated with the people. People were pissed off about the situation because they see that we're going to shut down the government, but yet we're going to continue to pay, uh, you know, Ukrainian government, you know, salaries, Mm -hmm. you know, but we're not Mm going to, we're not going to take care of our own services here in the United States. And so I think there's a lot of people that are upset, uh, just like we're going to you know defend the ukraine's borders but what about our own borders down to the south where we've got massive influx of you know illegal aliens which are basically using up and it's not affecting west virginia as badly as it is say you know down uh you know the border states but it does ultimately because you have fentanyl uh that is coming in pouring into our borders uh, right now fentanyl is i think killed uh it's killing on average of 200 americans a day that's 73,000 a year. That's more than we lost in the American Revolution, more than we lost uh, in terms of U.S. soldiers in the in all three years of the Vietnam War. So for people to not recognize what the hell is going on in our country right now, uh, and that there's just seemed to be some very backwards priorities, both locally and nationally, uh, You know, I think people are sick and tired of it, and they want somebody that's going to represent them. And so I'm out there actually talking to the people Uh, You know, and and getting to know them and finding out what their problems are and then trying to do something to help. It's it's one thing for for somebody that's a politician to go out and, you know, and give a lot of platitudes and say, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to you know on day one. I'm going to shut down the border. We all know that's that's not possible. That's not, you know, one congressman is one out of four hundred and thirty five. They don't have that ability to do that. But are you somebody that is able to take action are you willing to you know to write some legislation and submit it to the state legislature to get it done are you somebody who's willing to do a documentary and try to use your platform to expose you know the the mismanagement and corruption going on in you know in some of our counties those are the things that i'm willing to do now even before getting elected in order to earn people's vote to show them that that's the kind of person i am somebody who actually is in this to help the people and not for my own personal gain
0: That's, I think, exactly what's needed. So talk to us about uh, the political ties of your uh, your adversary, Riley Moore.
1: Yeah. So he you know, Riley is uh, when you talk to him, he's a very amiable guy. You know, he seems like a nice guy. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything, you know, on a personal level against him. I have no personal animus against him. But I will say there are a lot of things Mm -hmm. that should lead people to question. And uh, at a minimum, they should be questioning his ties to the Podesta group. He was the vice president of the Podesta Group, you know, for several years. And uh, for those that don't know who the Podesta's are, uh, John and Tony Podesta—they uh, owned a, a lobbying company in Washington D.C. called the Podesta Group, uh, which has very strong ties to Democrats and, quite frankly, even some rhinos as well. Um, but uh, uh, John John Podesta was Hillary Clinton's campaign chairman. Uh, he is Biden's current, uh, you know, green energy czar and um you know and, and policy advisor on on the you know on the green energy climate change initiative why that's important and why every west Virginia needs to be aware of this connection and should be leery of it is because the fact is is that this kind of policy is directly damaging our state's ability uh you know for economic freedom you have right now i think bloomberg uh, just committed 600 million or something like that to uh, to essentially trying to shut down every coal power plant, uh, you know, in the U.S. Yeah. Well, West Virginia is the number one producer of coal, and the type of coal that we produce mm-hmm. is the type that is used in coal-powered, uh, you know, power plants. Uh, it's the type of coal that's that's needed in order to burn extremely hot uh, to produce that type of electricity. It's also the same type of coal that's used in the steel industry, and so. We're the number one producer of it. It is probably one of the uh, largest suppliers of good-paying, solid jobs that people work in uh, in West Virginia, and they'll they'll work in that kind of work for their life, and it'll allow them to be able to you know get into the six figures and be able to provide for a family and actually have a decent living. And you know they want to basically shut that down. Um, on top of that, we have massive amounts of natural gas, and natural gas power plants, you know, are are they burn clean? Uh, they are one of the most uh if not the most um energy efficient in terms of like what is needed in order to take it you know out of the ground and get it to you know producing electricity natural gas power plants are some of the most efficient uh way more efficient than you know than um uh than green energy and and I say green energy with because there's nothing green about it let's face it you know they're using all kinds of uh uh for the solar uh, all the stuff's coming from China uh, for the wind powered. Uh, they make these, you know, massive um, things that are killing off, uh, you know, migratory birds. And they place them on the top of the, the ridgelines all along West Virginia's uh, Appalachian Mountains. And that's exactly the flight path of these birds. So, and on top of that, yeah, that creates-
0: I mean, and, and, and China is the biggest producer of, and user of coal yep. and gas. That's, that's right. There. And they, and they don't coal. burn it clean. I mean-
1: Yeah, we burn coal cleanly here. Uh, When we burn coal here, our coal power plants are clean burning. They don't have any, uh, they're not putting any kind of contaminants into the air. Uh, They've completely, you know, uh, outfitted all of them with these scrubber systems that work quite well. And we could actually make them even more efficient by adding heat recapture to them as well. So there's a lot of things that we should be doing here in West Virginia that we don't seem to be doing. But the reason is, is because we continue to take the handout of the federal government and with that comes their strings attached. And case in point is what we did up in um, up in Weirton, uh, where we put in a uh, a, a battery factory uh, to, you know, create these massive, uh, you know, building size batteries for supplementing the green power grid, which isn't reliable. And the problem with that is that it was all done with a subsidy to the tune of 290 million dollars of taxpayers money and the problem is is that is in direct conflict you know with the interests of west virginia and the guy who brought that deal here to west virginia john podesta and who Mm -hmm. you know who used to work for john podesta riley moore and why does that matter because riley moore sits on the economic the west virginia economic development authority and even though he didn't quote unquote personally vote to give Uh, 215 of that 290 million to, uh, you know, to form energy, his proxy did, which means he did vote for it. And so he didn't show up that day, so that his name wouldn't be on record. But yet he has his proxy vote for it. And the thing is, is, you know, you got to wonder, why? Why are these things happening? You know, he claims to be against ESG, but yet, you know, he allows for this thing to happen under his proxy vote. He doesn't vote against it in the previous bill that had $75 million that went from the Economic Development Authority. And, you know, he talks about ESG a lot. Yet, you know how much ESG is involved in this company? Let's see. The lead, uh, the, like one of the head uh, chairman of the board, I think, for Form Energy is uh, Chelsea Clinton's husband, uh, Bill Gates, yeah. George uh, Soros, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Tom Strayer, they're all involved in investing in this thing. Uh, it has every single company that is involved has a commitment to ESG and a commitment to equity, diversity and inclusion uh, in their hiring practices as well. And how's that going to play out uh, in West Virginia, by the way? Uh, you know, the fact is, is that I think West Virginia has some of the uh, the least diversity of any state in the union, yet they're going to try to enact equity, diversity and inclusion in their hiring practices, uh, which means that the likelihood of them Mm -hmm. getting, you know, um, this sort of thing, you know, getting that sort of uh, uh, bringing in employees from out of state is probably going to be very high. Yeah, so so my my concern is, is this company which practices diversity, equity and inclusion in their hiring practices, who are they going to hire? Is their jobs going to go to, you know, to out of state? Are they going to do remote work for these people? Because the truth is, is uh, uh, you know, if they're going to look to hire on the basis of skin color or on the basis of sexual orientation, or you know, your gender identity, I can tell you they're not going to find a lot of uh, diversity in West Virginia. The fact is, is that uh, you know, West Virginia is a very rural, uh, you know, it's a, it is a very rural, you know, state. And and when I talked to one of the, um, I talked to one of the state representatives who. You know who ended up voting for this thing and i asked him i said what guarantee is that any of these jobs go to west virginians and the answer was none so we gave up you know 290 million dollars of taxpayers dollars to what to subsidize the you know the economies of another state i mean that's what it looks like so uh, i'm i'm not very impressed with that kind of decision making but i know where that stems from, it stems directly from the federal government in in particular, uh, the Biden administration uh, having requirements on the monies that come from the federal government, you know, to West Virginia. And so it's something that we should absolutely be concerned about.
0: Nate, thank you. I'm having some Wi-Fi issues, so I'm going to cut this off here, but uh, we'll have you back as the race progresses. Thank All right. Sounds much.
1: good. Thank you for having me. Take care. You bet. Bye bye.